as I looked up through this. I feel like Jericho's about to come in. Welcome into the first ever 12 ounce curl route podcast. I, myself, am Aaron, as you can see at the bottom of the screen. You can find me on Twitter, at Aaron Current, or at Mental Dimes NFL. Um, you can also find me on YouTube with uh, the Barroom Radio Network. I do a show every Sunday called the Barfly Tailgate Show, so if you're a Bears fan, find your way over there, and uh, you can find me there every Sunday. And my co-host, his name is Corey, a.k.a. Flow, a.k.a the fantasy football phenom and i'll pass it over to you and let you introduce yourself brother nice. welcome hola um nice of you to have me on here i appreciate it uh i'm excited about this new adventure um i am really jacked to talk strictly about nfl yeah and uh just ready ready to get this thing going let's put it that way for sure if uh, if you guys like what Corey has to say, he does have a podcast called The Gentleman's Podcast. So they cover Kentucky sports, NFL, a little bit of everything, all thrown we're, into there. And we're a little uh, goofy. We're a little goofy, yeah. but uh, we have fun. We have fun. It is, it is a fun show. And uh, as you can see from behind me, I am a huge Kentucky fan and Chicago Bears fan. Corey, in case you couldn't notice, is a New England Patriots fan. Uh, and I try not to hold that against him, but uh, <laughs> I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm technically an old Patriot fan, 90, 1996. So oh, okay, so I didn't just start when they started winning champion. <laughs> <laughs> they did, they did win some like right after you became a fan, though. <laughs> well, that's what I would say. To be fair, they were in the Super Bowl, right? Right? Or was it not? Yeah, not yet. So Bledsoe year, right? But they lost. They lost. Yeah, yeah. to, to the was. pack. I know you love the Packers too. Oh, sure do. That green and yellow is so gorgeous. <laughs> we we've had this conversation off air. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, not a bad it. jersey. Uh, I think it is. But uh, so so we're going to cover all things NFL, and it's a little difficult because it's a weekly show, and NFL is the gift that keeps on giving, as we all know. Uh, you get daily news with the NFL, so we will try and hit the highlights and. There's no highlight bigger than the Deshaun Watson saga, <laughs> as everyone knows. And I guess I got to open the show with it because, I mean, where else would you start? You know, he's dominated headlines since Houston, really. Yeah, he, uh, he is literally the story right now. Yeah. That's just yeah. all there is to it. Like, so, in case anyone's been living under a rock, um, yeah. he was given a six-game suspension and Roger Goodell said that was not good enough. He took that and gave it to someone else, and it is still in deliberation. We'll see what happens, but he does get to play in the preseason, and uh, he tore it up. <laughs> One for five, seven yards. <laughs> I mean, he hasn't played for an entire year. To That's be true. Fair. To yeah. be fair. A little rusty. A little yeah. rusty. Close uh, to two years. Uh, in the, uh, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, the Jacksonville Jaguars fans sure let him have it. I don't know if you've seen that video or not. That was rough. That was <laughs> that was really bad. I mean, good on him. You know, not a lot of good things happened in Jacksonville, but you know, good on him. Uh, it was. I, don't, I couldn't imagine being in the middle of all that happening around me. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that maybe I may account for some of his numbers, other than the rustiness. I mean, it's you got to stay focused on the on the play call and what's yeah. going on on the field while you've got that going on around you. It's like, and they were, and that's a preseason game in Jacksonville. They were, I was listening to ESPN radio and they were like, well, just wait till it goes to Pittsburgh, <laughs> you know, oh, or, or Cincinnati or Baltimore for that matter. I mean, it's going <laughs> right, to be bad. Right. Yeah. I think it would be bad anywhere, honestly, but like you're de- especially when you get to the division games, mm-hmm. which he won't get to the division games, but we can dive into it. You know a little bit more, but he's he's going to get the he's going to get the the treatment that the Houston Astros did. Let's put it that way. Mm-hmm. And I I think I think he deserves it. I mean, right? I mean, if any of this comes out and is true, if one of them is true, it, it's it's god awful. And I've I believe I put it on my Twitter. If he plays a game this year, I think it's too many. Uh, Oh, I agree 100%. Yeah. We're waiting on the new thing to come down on the appeal, but uh, I don't don't think he'll play this year, honestly. So, you had a lot of people come out, and this is, you know, a few weeks ago, but you had a lot of people come out, and they they crapped all over Roger Goodell. And look, I'm not a fan of Roger Goodell. Obviously, you can see the logo. But this – this is what the the players and the people wanted. They didn't want him to intervene. And then all of a sudden they're like, ah, JK, why don't you come intervene real quick? Right. And, and the, you know, in part of uh, Sue Robinson's, um, what she received from the NFL was, hey, we recommend a year plus indefinite. Mm-hmm. This is from what the end of, this is Roger Goodell. This is the owners, yada, 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 whatever. That's what they wanted. And then she turns around. And she's like, "Man, six, you know, six weeks." That was where it started for me. That was kind of like, "Wait, you, you, you know, you didn't want Roger Goodell to do this stuff. Now you right. do." Like, and then he eventually, you know, obviously they appealed or appealing. Um, I think it's going to get to where it goes back to him basically being like, "All right, yeah, we did the arbiter and all that stuff," and. Now I'm, you know, I'm going to step back in like y'all want me to, and I think even if it doesn't get like, if maybe say twelve, let's just say twelve, mm-hmm. uh, he'll put him on his uh, list, whatever, right? List, uh, the right. Commissioner's exempt list. Yes. Yeah. And to me, if he plays the game this year, it's it's a travesty. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, I mean, you brought up a good point there. People hated Roger Goodell for bringing the hammer down, for lack of a better word, against you know, the Josh Gordon fiasco for marijuana and uh, the Ray Rice thing and all the other issues that we've had with football players off the field. Um, yeah. And and then when, when the crime didn't fit the punishment that fans thought was necessary, they want him to come back in and, and okay, you can drop the hammer this time, you know, and that's, uh, that's difficult for, for him 
and and for fans. So, yeah. so but I had to look it up because I remember Ben Roethlisberger's situation years ago where the, the tape disappeared and came back and this and that, and he only got six games. And I felt like – He got six? I thought it was yeah, less. I, I oh, Googled okay. it. I thought it and, – and, and I was like, well, I mean, like, it's hard for me to be mad about this being six games when that was six games. But <sighs> – I don't think he should play, but I mean, it's, it's, and this is what we run into with the NFL. It's not consistent with its punishments. Well, like no. they, they, they set Ridley for a year for betting on football while he was hurt or whatever. One of the worst bets ever, by the way, too. <laughs> Look at a game parlay and it was awful. But I, I, here's what I don't get is like somebody like Big Ben. Big Ben coming in, I mean, like, some 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 predator like this does not belong in our league, and I'm like, pot kettle or right? Yeah, I, I saw that too, and I I didn't look into it, but I feel like somebody made that. I don't feel like that was real. I hope I so. Yeah, just maybe we got ball sack and then like threw some words on it and was like, that'd be good. Let's maybe we got that. ball sacked by it. I don't know, but that, that was. <laughs> I thought that was pretty pretty rough. Uh, yeah, and, I mean, if you did say it, it's that's the worst. That's the last person you want to hear it from. Well, so the other thing that killed me was, did you hear the press conference on uh, for, was it Friday or whatever after the game, or before the game? Maybe I can't remember what it was off the top of my head. Of, with Sean Watson, and he was basically like, I, "I, you know, I'm really sorry for anybody that has been affected by this." Mm-hmm. That's that's a rough sentence to say. Right. Like you can't. Because he's still, you know, he's he's innocent. You know, he right. thinks he's I mean, innocent. He's going to fight it until the end if he believes he's innocent. But I mean, when you've got this many, it's 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 hard to say that this man has to be innocent. It'd be like, I don't know. I, I, I well, can't even. It's, it's, it to if, it, if if it walks like a duck and it quacks like a duck, it's probably a damn duck. Yeah. But if it does it twenty five times. <laughs> and that's really a duck, you know. Like yeah, yeah, kind of a duck. Like it's a beautiful mallard. Like it's a duck, you know. what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, so that's I, perfect. That's a perfect way. To I play. don't know, like the way you know. The one thing that people were mad about was you know the fact that he's actually you know he played the preseason game um, and stuff like that. It's the same thing with uh, DeAndre Hopkins. You know, suspended for six weeks, whatever. They're allowed to play during appeals or during suspension, yada, 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 until the final hammer comes down. So mm-hmm. the, the Browns aren't going to spend that much money, even if they're, you know, sold their soul to the devil and not playing when he's allowed to be played, you know? Right. So, which that, I, I mean, that I heard during the owners' meetings down in Florida, that pissed off like all the other owners in the NFL. Cause not only did that reset the quarterback market, it re they they they're only paying him a million this year. So even if he sits out the year, they're only out a million bucks or something. It's one of the grossest deals I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, because it, it off the other owners. <laughs> I don't even know how that's like falls under like the minimum uh, league or like the minimum because veterans minimum. I don't think it's that that high, but like I don't know how they got away with it. Let's put it that right. Way. And yeah, I'm sure I mean, there's weird signage and like the, you know, weird words and stuff that we're never going to see obviously, but it, that was, that was pretty gross. 
is the word I would use, I think. And yeah. I can understand why, you know, a lot of people are mad about that. Well, it sure helped uh, Kyler Murray get paid, I think. I think he was like, well, if that dude's making that, <laughs> I, think I, I think I need some. I mean, and to be fair, he hasn't done anything, but. Who? Kyler? Kyler. Uh, like, I mean, he doesn't do anything. Seasons. <laughs> he doesn't do, any, do anything after Call of Duty comes out, but. <laughs> I, uh, I would a take weird contract, which as soon as I let's talk about that real quick. Who yeah. leaked that? Who leaked that? I, it doesn't benefit anybody to leak that. So I think the owner leaked it. I think the owner leaked <sighs> it because, because he knew this guy is not completely dedicated. Obviously they've seen a history of it or they wouldn't have put it in the contract. Yeah. So the owner kind of put slipped that out. So, so his ass is covered when that comes out, or if they have to release him, if something comes down down the road, he's like, "Well, I mean, I put it in the contract for a reason," and uh, his agent is a shitty agent. <laughs> well, that's but like, all right, I'm gonna throw a scenario at you real quick. It's week week fifteen. They have to win to get into playoffs, and he doesn't look at film for an extra four hours. Do they cut him right in there? <laughs> no, they don't. So no, like, no. Or, in, in, or let's say we're in the, we're in the wild card, <laughs> and he doesn't watch his film. You're like, nope. I don't even know the backup to Arizona. So like, <laughs> like, nope. He's going in. He's got it. We're good. We're good. Kyle did not. Kyler did not fill out that. <laughs> Kyler did not do it. We're out. We're out. <laughs> his little tablet wasn't logged in for four hours. We're gonna. <laughs> we're out we're, on it. Get out of here with that. Which. As soon as it was brought out, obviously it was negated out right. of the contract or whatever. If that, but you know it's going to come up this season when they hit that mid-season slump like him and, and Cliff Kingsbury have been doing. They're going to be like, was he watching? Was he watching tape? I mean, they beat the Bears last year, but I think everybody did. And it's Matt like we Nagy can put a squad together right now. And be <laughs> right. <laughs> right. I mean, I can't be quarterback, but I'll find a position out there. <laughs> we got a guy. We, we need to play like nose or something. We won't be all right. <laughs> no, but, that's uh, uh, I think, I think, I think Kyler deserved it. I mean, I, I would, and I, I, you know, no disrespect to Mac Jones or anything, but if you told me I could have my, uh, Kyler Murray right now, I'd be like, all right. You know, I'll take a top. I think he's top ten in the league, in my opinion. Wow! But I would still take Justin Fields, but I'm I'm biased. I like Justin Fields. I'm a ton biased. I liked Justin Fields going into the draft process. I thought he was the second best quarterback in that draft, and uh, I mean, we'll see how it goes with the new coaching staff. But uh, so you don't think you'll see Simeon Simeon this year? No, he looked good last week in the preseason, but <laughs> I was asking, I was asking, you know, yeah. hopefully we don't have to go the New Orleans route like they did last year. Yeah. We played a game for them or two. Uh, I think Justin Fields, which we're getting off topic a little bit here, but I think Justin or Justin Fields will be, I think he'd be okay. Yeah, I think, I think so too. Additional help. Well, I think. The only thing that worries me about the Bears is how everyone hired offensive guys and we hired a defensive guy. And we hired Luke Getze from Green Bay, who seems to be doing pretty well uh, by all the training camp reports that I've read. But if an offensive guy does well, he's the next Brian Dabble. 
day bowl and he's yeah. getting pulled somewhere else and then you're back to square one it, it's difficult i mean you as a belichick guy he's a defensive defensive coach so you've seen it but you don't see it a lot where it continuously can well right now the defense is running the offense and i don't i don't get that but um that's a different story for a different day, but well, they're not I mean, even saying who's running the offense up there. They won't well, tell anybody. <laughs> two, I can't. It's a uh, what's full? Matt Patricia and Joe Judge is back. Yeah, I think. yeah, yeah. Judge, so two defensive guys. I don't even know who our defensive coordinator is. To be honest with you, I don't know. Belichick's they're just all son. wasn't it? Oh, that's right, that? Steve. Yeah, that's right, Steve. <laughs> Gorgeous hair, by the way. Uh, <laughs> but it's uh, well, it's. It's it's I, I I think it's we should have been rebuilding in the first place. Uh, l- last year was weird, and it shouldn't have happened, in my opinion. Like I was excited when we signed those people, but like mm-hmm. I didn't. I want to rebuild. Like I want to rebuild it, and Mac Jones mm-hmm. is fine with it. But like I want to rebuild and not do a, a nine and eight or whatever. So I'm not saying I'd rather have the Bears situation per se, but like you, know, you all can build right now. And yeah, yeah we kind of kind of started on that. Um I was watching preseason last week and probably the best players on the team that played last week for the Bears were mostly rookies. Uh Braxton Jones we drafted in the fifth round to play left tackle and everyone was shocked. They were like, there's no way this guy's left tackle. Then they signed Riley Reef and they were like, well there you go. That fifth round rookie's out. Nope. He still took snaps. He went in there with the starters. He held his own against the Chiefs' defense Good. starters, and he sat when the sat when the starters sat. So I'm hoping yeah. that works out. Jaquan Brisker looked really good. The safety that they passed on George Pickens for, which a lot of Bears fans were really mad about. But uh, but we're getting way off topic. We're talking yeah, about we, our teams here, my bad, my bad. and uh, it's not your fault. I, I'm I supposed to be driving here, and I'm <laughs> and I'm not doing a good good job. But uh, Speaking of preseason, <laughs> yeah, speaking yeah. of preseason, uh, the Ravens won their 21st straight preseason game, which is insane. They haven't lost a preseason game since Lamar Jackson was a freshman at Louisville. What are you reading into this? I'm, I'm telling you, they have not lost a preseason game since Lamar Jackson was a freshman. At Louisville, 21 straight games. Now, this doesn't tell me that you're a great team, but it tells me you have good depth, and it tells me you have good coaching. Because if you can put young guys in there that are playing the majority of those preseason snaps and still come out with the victory, those guys are buying into what you're selling, could, I think. Did, did, the, did the Ravens make the playoffs last year? I can't I – don't, I, I don't remember. Well, they had a lot of people hurt. <laughs> no, that, yeah, they were, they were a mass unit, to be fair, yes. But do you remember when the Lions went 4-0 in, in preseason? Of course I do, year? because everyone's buying the Lions hype. Don't buy the Lions well, hype. Hold on, hold on, because I'm I'm a Man Campbell fan, so we'll, we'll get I back like to that. I like Dan Campbell, bit. but I will never buy into Lions hype. Ooh, I want to make a bet almost with you. We'll talk about it later. We'll talk about it later. <laughs> but we'll get to it. Well, yeah. But that year that the Lions went 4-0 in preseason – what was the record that year? Do you remember? Roughly oh, and sixteen. Yeah, I, I I'm not reading into like they got depth and stuff so much as I'm reading is 
Jim Harbaugh is just a weird asshole. Like, well, that was and, John. Jim's or John, sorry, John, John, John. John. <laughs> uh, John is just like some asshole that really either is one putting in a bet about a preseason game, <laughs> or because like that doesn't. I mean, yes, it's awesome that you have all these people coming in and stuff like that. And especially now, there's not really technically a uh, dress rehearsal per se mm-hmm. now in the preseason. So, like, yeah, you're figuring out the 35 people on your team that might be okay and not going to be on the roster in two weeks. But, like, I don't think it should be, like, a trophy, if that makes sense. Like, unless you're, like, unless you're betting. If I was a Ravens fan, I'd take it as a trophy. I'm wondering, and I didn't think about this. I didn't think about this until you just said it. Uh, John Harbaugh's history as a special teams coordinator. Yes, how many of those Belichick. guys? Him and Belichick were technically special teamers first. Yes. So how many of those guys end up on special teams, filling out the depth on your depth chart? Uh, maybe there's I, something to read into with that. I don't know. I, I just, I mean, it's a, it's a fun stat. I, look, it is a fun stat. It means zero to me, in my opinion. Like, it's, well, it's it's affected betting lines because I think they're over a touchdown favorite this week in preseason. <laughs> If you're betting on preseason, get some help. But <laughs> yeah, uh, we don't have a red line two one eight hundred whatever. But like, at this point, like that's just I don't it. All right, so if we're talking about Ravens, though, let's talk about Lamar real quick. Back to contract for a second. Do you think that? Do you think that he deserves top notch money? I do. Because he's the think, next one up. He's the next one up, in theory. I think he won the MVP. He's got that in his back pocket. He, Even though everyone always talks about his running ability, he has the ability to throw. We saw it as Kentucky fans. We had them beat, and then Lamar Jackson walked in and beat us. I think well, his was last game, we beat him by like 50. But. Oh, well, I mean, he fumbled the ball and lost the game, too, but yeah. we're not going to talk about that today. We're talking about Ravens gotcha, and Lamar gotcha. Jackson. <laughs> but uh, – I do think he he deserves top money. I think he deserves it more than Kyler. And I definitely think he deserves it more than Deshaun. And I love Deshaun. In 2017, that was the quarterback I wanted in Chicago. And we went with Trubisky for some fucking reason. Ryan Pace thought he drafted the next Drew Brees. He literally has said that. (sighs) But that's neither here nor there. I think he deserves the contract. The issue is his mom is his agent. And we've seen this. We're running into this problem. I thought technically he was his agent, but his mom was his. Or yeah, semantics. It's it's not a the best situation, I guess. Which you could you could go both ways, and I can I could play devil's advocate and be like, you know what, um, player empowerment. Um, mm. You know, he's doing his own thing. He doesn't have to pay the. I don't know what it is in the NFL. I think it's usually like ten percent or eight percent. No, they said that the high the high agents make like three percent in the yeah. NFL. Yeah. Okay. So. Like okay. I was listening, and I know this because I listened to Chicago radio and the situation with Broquan, which we'll probably get into next. But uh, they said most agents take one percent or less in the NFL. To be honest, because the contracts are so large. But these players, it's just almost like writing your insurance check because it doesn't come straight out of their contract. Yeah. So it's just the the act of actually writing that check out to the agent, and they just 
they just don't want to do it or don't deem it as necessary. Yeah. But I think it is necessary, to be honest. All right. So I have I have I have Kyler way above Lamar. You have, you know, the other way around. So let's play a little game here. Who would you take before Lamar? Like some of the new guys per se. Well, I'll start naming names and I'll say yes or no. Patrick Mahomes. Yes. Justin Herbert. Yes. Joe Burrow. Yes. Kyler Murray is a no. Dak Prescott. No. Really? I think Dak's overrated. Uh, Fair enough. Okay. I liked him in Mississippi State. You know, he tore our Wildcats up, yeah. but I think he's overrated uh, a lot. But but even the Cowboys fan base is split on him. I know Cowboys fans that can't True. Stand yeah, him. they are. They are. So, um, right now, Aaron Rodgers. Yes. Tom Brady. Absolutely. Justin Fields. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. Justin Fields hasn't won an MVP. Lamar has. So. Trey Lance? No. He's done nothing. I know. I'm just throwing him out there. <laughs> um, I, okay, then we can probably stop the game there. But yeah, yeah. I just – I don't – and it may it, it may be where they've never – I don't think Hollywood Brown is a, a one anywhere on any team. Uh, now he's gone. So Mark Andrews is technically the number one on that team. And I'm so he's not had he's had very patriot type wide receiver course. Let's Patriot-esque. put that. <laughs> yes. Um I just don't and this is has nothing to do with my hatred with him at Louisville or anything. Mm-hmm. I just don't think he's I don't think he's that good of a quarterback. Like I don't I think he's a good quarterback, but the clutch factor is a big issue with Lamar. We saw yes. it as Kentucky fans. Yes. He fumbled that game away. Yes. Playoff Lamar turns into Vince Young. We've seen, I've seen that meme. <laughs> he yeah. he kind of yeah. disappears when the game's on yeah. the line. Uh, sucks for him, but I still think I, I still I'd love to have him in Chicago. I'd take him on my team any day. Yeah. Oh no, the whole Justin Fields. I I mean I like Justin Fields. Yes, you would have, rather have Lamar, obviously. If I was I mean, if I was half the league, I would take him in my, on my team. Oh no, I, I do think that is that is you know that's a that's a mm-hmm. decent. But uh, I know what you're getting into. You're talking about him being the highest paid. Yes, because that's the status quo. I talked about this on Bears Barroom last week because Roquan Smith wants to be the highest paid linebacker in the league, and he has not played up to that standard. But that's the status quo. The status quo is. The next man up gets the highest. That's just the way yes. it goes. When we when, run out of money. Yep. When Andy <laughs> Dalton was was the highest paid, he shouldn't have been. Right after that was Joe Flacco. Ravens shouldn't have been. Like, but it was. It is. It goes in order. Kirk in Cousins. Order. <laughs> <laughs> I would argue Kirk Cousins was better than Joe Flacco or Andy Dalton. But yes, you're right. <laughs> I mean, you're right. You're you're absolutely right on that. Um. So yes, he deserves the money. And he's gonna get it. Well, one, one, I think too the 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 uh, the years. That's the I think that's the big sticking point right now is mm-hmm. the Ravens are like, all right, if we're gonna give you this money, they actually want more years. 
Oh. It's either it's either more years or like two years. Hmm. And he wants that like sweet spot of like five. So when he turns right. whatever, he can still get like another four or fiver type deal. I think I think a four or five year deal will get him his next payday by thirty, which is the magic number in the NFL. I think probably if I had to guess his age roundabout. Well, if I have to guess his legs, yes, <laughs> that's I mean, true. Ser- I mean, yeah, you know, that's true. Because yeah. what happens when all these you know, their running back core is amazing when, when mm-hmm. healthy, when they're not in mass unit. So what happens when there's, they're always going to have a decent running back. They always have had a decent running back, mm-hmm. but when his legs start going, or let's say he has another weird injury, whatever, but he comes back, he's just not as mobile. That's yeah. where I get into a little bit of his arm. Mm-hmm. He's got a, he's got a, a piss missile that he can throw. But if you can figure that out, and right. your offensive line has never been really the best, I think I think more teams are now able to or will be able to hone in on his like actual skill. And with the other stuff around it, I think it will be easier eventually to manage a Lamar Jackson, to make him a lesser quarterback, if that makes sense. Well, I get what you're saying. If it's a dual threat, if the dual threat threat, I don't know how else to say that. Yeah. If the dual threat ability goes away, how is Lamar Jackson as a pocket quarterback? Which a lot of his passes, they become open because of his running. You know, the extra few seconds. Yes, he gets out of position, seconds. or yep. you know, even if they're in good coverage, him running to the side catches that linebacker's eyes. You know what I mean? And and then you've got Mark Andrews. Oh, yeah, and then that one little flinch or whatever, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get what you're saying. I think he'll end up getting it, but it does – it it is an issue not having an agent. And right now, Roquan Smith is holding in. Derwin James was holding in. That's the new yeah. – that's the new way in the it. NFL. They're going to show up it. and not do anything and not get fined. And it's, it's crazy to me, but what are you going to do? I mean, they've asked Matt Eberflus about it which is the Bears head coach, and he's yeah. just like, you guys got to talk to Roquan. Like, his hands are tied. What can he do? He can't go out there and be like, you're practicing today or you're out of here. Like, he's not. In 2022, you can't do that stuff not, anymore. Nope. It's not going to work, you know. Nope. I mean, and the lack of an agent is hurting players. I'm pretty sure Derwin James has an agent. He got his thing worked out. J.J. Watt held in last year. He got his thing worked out. See, as much as I think people should have agents and stuff, at this point, because I'll give Lamar this, he's he is that good. mm -hmm. So if for some reason the Ravens are like, man, we're good, would you just said it? There'll be twenty teams that'll be like, take all my money. Here, here it is. That's true. I think it depends on your position, yeah, uh, and how good you are. Like, I don't think D Hop DeAndre Hopkins had an agent, but he's so good. He knew he was going to get it. It's not yeah. like the Roquan situation where literally where Eberflus just came from, Darius Leonard is a better inside linebacker statistically, numbers-wise, Pro Bowls, all pros and stuff like that, than Roquan Smith is. And Roquan Smith wants top dollar. He wants to get paid more than Shaq Leonard. He changed his name this year. Um, and I just don't think they see it that way. And when you have an agent, like I just said, 
the general manager is telling you that why he's not paying you as the best linebacker. And instead of you hearing it, your agent's hearing it, and he comes back to you and says, well, this is the offer. This is how it compares to other players. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. so you don't have hurt feelings in a negotiation, which is going to happen. Yeah. Unless you are the best. Unless you are Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady coming to the negotiation table. I agree. I just I, – he's going to get his money. And I, I think it will be for the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, Roquan Smith, I'm not sure on that one. You have – like I said, you have more into that one than I do. But it's the game's changed a little bit with this type of stuff now. And it's – I mean, I'm, I'm here for it because obviously, you know, I'm a big fan general yeah so and i do think they deserve i mean get you know get your bags obviously right right i mean and especially and they say linebacker is a deteriorated position and they don't earn as much but they're literally in a car crash on every play that's true that's what and 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 them and running backs are the least paid (laughs) and hardest Yes, and that's what I was going to bring up is running backs were like that too. But yet, now Ezekiel is – he's probably, the, the I guess, the biggest example lately that still produces quietly, but he, he's not producing as much. Mm-hmm. But like CMC, when healthy, best running back. Mm-hmm. Saquon got a deal. I do hope that this year, and we can talk – we'll talk about it later probably in the preseason stuff, but um, – these guys, when healthy, are the best athletes. Right. And I think running backs, especially because they, you know, you, what average average NFL uh, length of time is three to four years. Right. NFL stands for not for long. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And you know, punters and kickers are evaluated in that, and running backs are too. And it's still three to four years. So right. let's, you know, do that math. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I think those people, like the running backs and, and middle linebackers, they do the dirtiest of work for the most part. You'll have the big offensive lineman over here saying like, well, now nah, hold on. But well, I mean, it all starts in the trenches, but that is those true. guys are the con. I mean, I guess O-line, D-line has a lot of contact as well. A lot yeah, of but it's not at have... 22 miles an hour. Right, like, right That's the right. thing. Like, Yeah, yeah, you're not chasing yeah. down a a tight end or a running back down the field or being that running back. But statistically, yeah. those running backs, the people that pay their running backs, it hurts them in the long run. Well, I think I saw a statistic last year where Zeke was hurt, uh, Derrick Henry was hurt, CMC was hurt. These were all guys that had just gotten yeah. the big payday, and the reason it was brought up in my stratosphere is David Montgomery's contract is up after this year. He doesn't get a lot of love, but I think he's a very underrated running back. And we'll I think he's if, a top ten running back. We'll see if the Bears sure. play him or not. I mean, I just I, I don't know if they will. They, I think I think I don't know what they'll pay him. And I think I've I've watched, and I'm sure you know way more about this, but I've watched a few things with David Montgomery. I think he'll be okay with not Zeke breaking money. the bank. Yeah. Yes. Like he wants more, obviously, than what he's getting. But like, I think he'll be fine. And I think between him and Mooney and Herbert, if healthy, and a couple of Komet, like 
if you can get some more stuff around, mm-hmm. I, I don't think anybody should be breaking the bank right now in, in right. Chicago or anything right. like that. But I can until, say the same about my team too. Until if Justin Fields proves he's the guy, that's going to break the bank. That's going to be fifty million a year, sixty million a year by that point. I would pay it. I would pay it. I, would pay it. <laughs> I don't need you. <laughs> oh, totally off track. Um, so we talked about. We promise this is not a Bears and Patriot podcast. We promise. <clears throat> I, I mean, I guess. <laughs> Try not to die over here. Sorry. Um, Puff up, but. Man. Uh, <laughs> The um, speaking of preseason and the injuries these guys go through, Zach Wilson got injured. Now, after follow up, it seems like he's going to be back by week one or two, but it starts to make me kind of wonder is this guy injury prone? I think he missed some time last year. I looked back at his injury history, he had some injuries, shoulder injuries at BYU, and I mean, the Jets need him. I think they got Flacco backing him up. So, well, I want, I want, I do want Zach Wilson to come back week two because the NFL is king, and week one the Jets play the Ravens. So, I do want to see Joe Flacco against the Ravens. That'd be awesome. That would be cool. Yeah, but no, I, I don't know if he's. It's bad for the Jets. Like mm-hmm. that's bad. It's really bad. Luckily, it was only the two to four weeks right now. So we'll see. Um, But that's for Jets fans, because I would argue that I would argue that the Jets were going to have a better record this year than the Patriots were. Completely healthy. Their O line quietly is very strong. They have like three running backs that are really, really good. Um, Their wide receiver room is a thousand times better than ours is. Um, I was going to argue that the Patriots would finish last, but if 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 this is a lingering thing, that might not be the case. I right. think Zach Wilson can be good. Um, so this is this really hurts him. But luckily, it was you know the sur- the surgery was a success. So I mean, hopefully there's no ramifications. Right? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm a Bears fan, so it's tough for me to say this, but it would be difficult to be a Jets fan. I mean, Bears fans have been through a lot. You know, we haven't won a Super Bowl since 85. We went to a Super Bowl and lost since then, but it's been a lot of down years since then. But Jets, man. That's Jets were, what, Super Bowl three? Whatever one Joe Namath yeah, was three, in. Three. <laughs> and then the, the Sanchez took him to the 2A. That was weird. Oh, AFC I forgot about that. Right, forgot about Sanchez. the guy that was in charge of the butt fumble. Took the him to butt two fumble. UFC championships. <laughs> yeah, wow, so, wow. Uh, that was a thing that happened. Right yeah, <laughs> but uh, but I do. I like the coach they hired. I like Robert Sala, and the reason I like that. My favorite coach in the whole league is is Shanahan in in San Francisco. Uh, so anyone you can pull from that tree especially a direct descendant of that tree, I think is a good idea. I like what they've done in the draft. So I could see what you're saying as far as them being, you know, possibly a better record than the Patriots. But, I mean, you're always going to give Belichick the benefit of the doubt. Even when they drafted Cole Strange in the first round, I was like, 
Oh, what? I love that. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> I loved it. Like I mean, and a lot of Bears fans were pissed that we didn't draft O line and wide receiver in that second round, but there was nine offensive linemen that went in the first round. You were literally gonna be reaching. Picking. I mean, you were just whatever's left. That reaching point. for an O line. Yeah, so, and at that point you gotta go. There's a I know there's needs. But at that point, you gotta go by you, like just yeah. And if anyone watched us against the Rams in Week One, they know why we went with secondary. Very true. <laughs> I think Cooper Cup had a fifty-yard buffer around him. <laughs> oh, but uh, uh, I'm completely lost here. I'm trying to bring up my notes. I'm on it. So we covered the. Uh, did you have um, week one? Was there any players that stood out to you on your team or other teams that you did you watch a ton of preseason last week? You no, know, it's kind Between, of the unofficial kickoff of the NFL. Yeah, I watched. Uh, well, I watched the hall of, a little bit of the Hall of Fame game. I watched a little bit of the Patriots Giants for a second. Nothing really stood out to me of the coverage that I got to see. And I, mm. you know, sprinkled some stuff as much as I could. Mm. Uh, you know, for the people listening, uh, me and Aaron work a lot. Yeah. And we are working a lot l- as of late. So, um, you know, once it's not preseason, yes, we'll, we'll obviously be, me, be more involved. But uh, we got a couple of, like small guys. I didn't, I didn't know their names. Um, they stood out. There was a couple of rookies, and I just seen highlights that had some nice, weird catches and stuff. You know, mm-hmm. I, nothing crazy. I guess I guess the only thing that really stuck out to me was Kenny Pickett. Yeah, granted, he wasn't against you know the best in the world, but I think that is going to be a, a smooth transition uh, transition for Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. Um. I think he's going to be really good, but that's really about the only thing that stuck out to me. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was I was going to bring that up, the quarterbacks that were drafted last year, because obviously the quarterback is the most important position on the field. They get paid like it. They, yeah. you know, build game plans around how to stop this guy or that guy. And of the rookie quarterbacks, my two favorite in the draft – did the best. Uh, a lot of people liked Malik Willis, and he's he scored a touchdown for the Titans. He did run run in a touchdown, but he, he had, had some moves his, there. He had some moves there. Yeah, but his, his throwing though, I heard a statistic that it was one of the slowest releases in the league, and you cannot get away with that in this league. If you are a half second late, these corners are too good yeah. to allow you yeah. to do that. So, I mean, and that can be cleaned up with coaching and yep. scheming and stuff That's like that. That's something that can be so learned. I'm not saying yeah. he's going to be a yeah. bust, but I'm just saying my favorite two quarterbacks were Pickett and Ritter, and it's probably because those are the guys that I saw the most. I saw Pickett yeah. against – I think they played Tennessee week one, so obviously I watched that. And Pittsburgh, you know, I was kind of keeping up with it, even though they're not in the SEC. I was keeping up with how old Pickett was doing up there in Pitt, and actually I called him going to the – Steelers 
I thought the Steelers were going to have to trade up to get him, uh, but I did call him going to the Steelers. And uh, Desmond Ritter had a had a nice little game. I can't remember his numbers off the top of my head, but no turnovers. I think he had two touchdowns. Again, I don't think he was playing against the starters of the other team, and he plays in Atlanta, which is yeah maybe the biggest. I mean, other than Houston, possibly, I believe they're going to be the worst team in the league. Seattle uh, would like a, a word with you. Amen. We play yeah, them tomorrow. Gonna be, so it's going to be rough. And Geno there. Smith is starting for them tomorrow because Drew Locke just tested positive for COVID. So uh, Geno's going to win the starting job. He's going. You to. think so? I, yeah. I want to. If they're tanking, so bad, if they're tanking, maybe the Geno will be the starter. I just don't see him. The Drew Locke's not great, but I think he's better than Geno. Honestly, I could see him turning into Army and just running triple option. <laughs> I mean, they got two really good running backs. Just call it a day. Mail it in. I mean, if it wasn't within the division, I think that'd be a great spot for Jimmy Garoppolo. I thought it was a good spot for Baker Mayfield. They thought otherwise. And he I think it's Carolina. a phenomenal spot for Jimmy, but I don't. Actually, you know what? I think Kyle would be like, man, go ahead. Like, I mean, I think have you heard be- that? That's another weird off-season story. Have you heard about the way Jimmy Garoppolo is in the off-season? Which part? I've Apparently, he is unreachable in the off-season. He doesn't answer texts or calls. The coaches have to go to his house and ring his doorbell to talk to this guy. <laughs> I mean, he's called Porno Jimmy for a reason. Maybe he's just I mean, I, I guess. Like, uh. So that was one of the quotes I seen was with was Kyle Shanahan saying, uh, Jimmy's available, you know, talk to Jimmy about it. And I think at this point they'll take a loaf of bread and a six pack of diet coke. <laughs> just just to, you know, because they didn't pay anything. They didn't pay the they didn't pay the Patriots anything for him. So it's probably gonna be the same thing. And I think if he went to Seattle, like or if Seattle called. They'd be like, eh, sure, yeah, go ahead. And just ask for, like, Kenny Walker back or something or Rashad Penny back or something. I don't know, man. I, I couldn't see, like, back in the day when the Packers always had a great backup quarterback. I think they had Mark Brunel at a time, Matt Hassel. I mean, not great, but good, serviceable quarterbacks as their backups that they were able to trade away for picks while Brett Favre did his thing. Uh, I could not see them trading – one of their backup quarterbacks even to the Bears. Now, I don't know if that division's as insane as the NFC North, which that's the oldest rivalry in sports or in, in the NFL. So um, maybe that would have something to do. But I just I just couldn't see it going within the division. And I don't know where Jimmy ends up, but I don't see it being Seattle just because of – not only would they get an upgraded quarterback, then you've got insight to Kyle Shanahan's playbook, what their defense is trying to do, stuff that, you know, maybe Seattle is still trying to figure out. I mean. What what about like a clean swap for like Jimmy G for Tyler Lockett? Mm, they did pay DK. So uh, Lockett is kind of. Lockett on one side, Debo on one side. Well, I've heard. Stories out of their training camp that Brandon Ayuk is burning it up. I mean, it's training camp, so they can say anything, I guess. But I, Brandon Ayuk was a deep ball guy coming into the 
coming into the league, and Trey Lance is a deep ball thrower. Uh, so did not I, get drafted in a fantasy league that I did the other day. I was that was weird. He didn't. No, because I I remember I going like it's like sixth round or something like that. Maybe, maybe it's kind of a wait and see. Maybe it's maybe someone got burned by him and they were just like, I'm not taking a chance on that guy again. I thought about before like that's a good uh number two to Debo. Right, like. right. Yeah, I, I we play them week one. I'm just uh hoping we can take advantage of Trey Lance's um inexperience. Um but uh so we got Jamie Malloy in the chat here who is a writer at Mental Dimes and huge Bills fan. And uh he's he appreciates that you were a Patriots fan pre-Brady because I'm sure he doesn't hear of many of those guys. And the, the Bills, man, those are my – I mean, it's not a hot take here, but I think they win the Super Bowl this year. I've got Bills, Bucks, and uh, the Bills getting the Brady monkey off their back in the Super Bowl. It's way too early picks. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it, uh, I'm, Jamie, uh, as a Patriot fan – my pick to win the Super Bowl is the Bills, and I am okay. We had our run. We're, we're good for a few years. Yeah, had a couple runs. Somebody, somebody, <laughs> somebody else needs to come in real quick. You know, whenever. You know. Uh, Josh Allen's a Thundercat. He's amazing. Uh, your squad is the shit. I mean, that's just all there is to it. Um, the Bills are just simply amazing. Yeah, I was writing uh, mock drafts, and Jamie helped me out with them as well. Uh, for the website before the draft came out, because I don't know if you know this, I'm a huge draft nerd. I follow all that stuff. The combine. Oh yeah, that's my I Super love, Bowl. It's the draft, baby. I love, I love all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, so so I did a mock draft, and the hardest pick was the Bills, because I'm like, where do they have a hole? I. And well, then, didn't, they, didn't, then they then they pick the punter like in the second round or something, like the greatest punter <laughs> of all. But hey, just. Even though you don't punt, now you have a punter that can go 80 yards whenever he wants to. He kicked an 80-yard punt last week. Dude, he's amazing. It was like 70 yards in the air. Yes. It's crazy. (laughs) That's insane. And you got him locked in for the next 25 years. So, like, good for you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And uh, I definitely see Josh Allen doing big things. And Josh Allen, the more he succeeds, the better our quarterback in Kentucky, Will Levis, looks because that's his pro comparison. That's his – uh, crystal ball. If yeah. you have good coaching, you can turn him into this guy. So long as long as Josh Allen keeps burning it up, we'll see that Will Levis draft stock continue to rise. And I love it. I love it. I'm a I do think real quick too, uh, Jamie. You have arguably one of the best steals of the last draft. I think. Uh, oh boy, it was a D lineman correct? Is that well, no, no, no. I'm talking about Dalvin Cook's brother. Is it James Cook? Um, I think James Cook is going to be – it is James Cook, right? Yeah, it's James Cook. I think he's going to be, in about three years, the one of the best running backs in the league. Do you think he yeah. starts this year? Because I think they have – They got Singletary. Moss is pretty much gone. I, well, yeah. He's not gone, but, like, I don't know what happened. I The one thing I didn't like about Buffalo was the fact mm-hmm. that even when winning, they wouldn't run the ball. It didn't make sense to me. That's – that's the one thing that scared me away from Dabo when they were looking for Bears head coaches because I would look at Bill's Twitter and I would see that. Why aren't we running the ball? Why aren't we running the ball? And we ran into that with Nagy 
he wouldn't run the ball, well, and we needed it. <laughs> it just didn't make sense. Like Pittsburgh did that too when when the corpse of Big Ben was falling down because the grass tripped him, and they were still <laughs> up in a game. They wouldn't run the ball. It didn't make sense. But Devil like De- Devil Devin Singletary tore it up the last mm-hmm. like six weeks of the season, and because Josh Allen shouldn't be throwing the ball in the third and fourth quarter when you're up by 26 and running around and getting hit and stuff like that. Like I, it blows my mind, but I, yeah. James Cook, I think is going to be one of those that he can catch the ball way better than anybody. He's not as big as his brother, obviously, but like he's going to be able to catch the ball out of the back and, you know, run some screens, whatever, and just make it easier for mm-hmm. uh, Josh Allen and, I think that was one of the best picks in the draft, yeah. in my opinion. Dal- yeah. Dalvin Cook scares me this year. We uh, had Akeem Hicks that kind of would hold him in check. I would literally watch Bears-Vikings games, and I would be like, why is Dalvin Cook supposedly a top three running back? And Akeem Hicks, it's like it took he took it personally that he was yeah, yeah, yeah. that high to that high of a, of a running back. And uh, he is now in Tampa – so maybe he'll go play in a Super Bowl, maybe in a ring, who knows. But like he's uh, in Tampa too. Jesus yep. Christ. Everybody's following Tom down there, bro. They got Julio. They got him. They're probably gonna sign OBJ when he gets like, like, what at what point does the, the uh luxury tax kick in? Because between <laughs> the Rams and the Buccaneers, it's getting ridiculous. Yeah. Like well, some of these guys just to play with him will take a like OBJ, I don't think got paid a ton last year to play for the Rams. I, th- I think he was uh, he had some incentives. released and then he had a couple of incentives. Yeah, I think even with that, he had a, which you know you can do that in the luxury tax and put it under as an incentive for the signing or whatever. Right, you there's ways around this stuff. And it doesn't yeah. count. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, is there anything you're looking for? Are you going to watch some preseason this week or? I've not checked the schedule at all. Um, I think technically, since now we have three weeks, if there is dress rehearsals, it will be this week. So I might just like tune in, just whatever's on, mm-hmm. just to see. Because, uh, you know, I have all the channels, whatever. So if one pops up, check it out. Uh, I'm more or less doing some reading and stuff right now about certain, you know, in camp stuff, just trying to get caught up. Uh, I do had one question for you. I know it was a few weeks ago. It was about the Raiders. Okay. They played Josh Jacobs. And I think I did see that in the Hall of Fame game. Yes. Like he was the leading rusher in the Hall of Fame game. Did that's weird, right? I think it is. Um typically like I know the Bears last week, not to continue pulling this back to a Bears podcast, but we played our starters 18 snaps. Last year, last week, and they said they're going to play ten to twenty this week. And from what I understand, next week is going to be their dress rehearsal, almost like an extension of the regular season. I don't yeah. know, but um, that is that is strange because David Montgomery didn't play at all last week. We started Khalil Herbert as running back. And well, Dave, David still quietly got a little. I mean, he's he's, he's healthy, but he's got like a what is it? Like a leg or something. That's, I think they said something about his hamstring or something, yeah. but nothing There's major. No, no need to push it, you know. Right, right. Yeah, I can understand that. But 
Yeah, that that is strange to me um, that they started Jacobs for majority majority of the game. I'm assuming. I just looked at the stats. I think I it was like in the Hall of Fame game. I want to say it was like the three, the first three series. I think. I, I wonder if that's something like Josh McDaniel being able to work. You know, he come Patriot way, whatever. Mm-hmm. I wonder if that's well, something they, like they him. started the running back by committee. D- yes. So I'm wondering if he's almost like shopping. Mm. Like, hey, Josh, you know, he's had a couple injuries here and there, had I running in with the law, you know, but looks healthy as could be. Let's bring him out here and showcase him as being the, you know, the. The, the, the main person of the entire game because you didn't recognize anybody else in that game. You knew right. what the jerseys were. That was it. Yeah. So you bring out the 2-8. You're like, oh, wait, he's out here. Huh. Hmm. And then you look at him a couple times and you're like, well, wait a minute. My running back group is not looking that good right now. Yeah. I mean, maybe I they are. Um, that's shooting. You know, that's they traded a first and a second for Devontae, so they're not really down draft picks unless he's just looking to – I mean, it always helps to have extra draft picks, but running backs don't have a ton of value. As Jenkins far as, is not getting paid that much. He's not a big hit mm, either. So That's definitely something to look into. You can get like a fourth for him or something. Mm, um, maybe. That's a that division. I'm trying to think where he would fit, where he would I think that's the best division in football this year. Oh, by all far, four not, all four of those teams are playoff teams. It's just gonna be who who finishes five yeah, hundred in the in, in the division. I've seen I've seen more than one person keep the Chiefs out. So the other three get in. Yeah. Um and I don't I don't hate it. Like I mean Chargers I Everyone, Chargers are always the preseason darling, but I think this year they've really got it. They, I think they do. Up. They loaded up extra. Yeah, I mean they 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 got our best player. They got the Patriots' best player. They got our best player. Yeah, so I mean, traded for Khalil Mack. So they got Mack and Bosa. As long as Bosa stays healthy, coming off the edges, they've got that's they got JC Jackson from us, who arguably is top three corner. Like right. On, and uh, they already had one good corner. Uh, yeah. They paid Derwin James. They've got a top five quarterback. You know, hard to argue against that. They've hey, got Gordon. one of the best receiving cores in the yep. entire league. Keenan Allen, Mike Williams. I know it's, way too much about the Chargers team, which is bullshit. But like, I mean, they got they have a squad. Yeah, it's this yeah. year. It's this year. The head coach learned under Vic Fangio here in Chicago, and he's running the defense over there. And that's the head coach just doesn't know what fourth down means, and he just goes forward every time. Yeah, yeah. I think they kept him out of the playoffs last year, didn't it? It did. Yeah, they had that game against the Raiders, and yep. they, uh, man, I, I don't, think even, that was- I don't <laughs> even think I stayed up late enough to watch that that night. Oh, I did because <laughs> that one was if they tied. They both went into the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So I was like, just because it was going down to the wire, and I was like, one of these motherfuckers is going to be like, hey, get a hold of old dude over there. Let's figure it out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, it never happened. I was going to be like, it was, it was wild. Yeah. So AFC, AFC West is going to be insane this year. Um, I can't think of a ton that we can really cover. I mean, I'm going to be watching. 
The Bears play the Seahawks tomorrow um, in a preseason game. Geno Smith's starting like we spoke. I'll be watching that one. And I think the Packers play Friday against – I do like how they're breaking it up a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. Giving you a couple – you know, a couple games on Friday, a couple games on Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. That's Sunday. definitely a good thing. Uh, but – while we're talking about the Packers, did you hear Aaron Rodgers talking about his new wide receiver core? I heard he yelled at him. He was not very happy. He was like, yeah. "Well, we got to constant. We got to concentrate and work hard. Uh, we got a lot of drops out there. A lot of the same guys getting it. Which he had psychedelics over the offseason. It was supposed to help him love his team more. But uh, yeah, Devontae I think those psychedelics made him think about like, uh, do I want to do uh, this? Yeah." <laughs> Back in the days uh, of Gordy Nelson and, uh, you know, all those. Uh, so, real, real quick, a couple highlight games. Um, if there's anybody left out of the big fight between Carolina and New England, that's a game. <laughs> I forgot to bring that up, the Royal Rumble today. Yeah. <laughs> and the Carolina Panthers and, and Patriots joint practices. Uh, man, so that's the second fight because we got in a fight with uh, – I, I don't know. We got – I think they were both with the Panthers back Fair in the day. Okay. But CMC and, was involved in this one. I'm like, Look, you got to keep mm. – because if he <laughs> looks at his leg wrong, it's going to break. Right. So, right. Or rip. My bad. But, like, it's <laughs> – I don't I mean, know. As a fantasy guy, you obviously know this dude. Yeah, I know. Like ruined, it's, ruined guys' leagues, you know. Christmas <laughs> literally could be ruined before the week. Because I've already done one draft, and – you know, obviously, you want to wait as long as you can, but like, like ours is the one that me and you are doing. That's mm-hmm. the day before Thursday night, or no, two days before Thursday night. So, yeah, I think I have like four drafts that weekend. Like, <laughs> most of my leagues draft that weekend. The only one I've drafted right. thus far, I'm in a dynasty league. If you, dynasty. Have you ever played in a dynasty league, uh, I flirted with it. I just, I no short answer. Well, this particular it. one. It's all keepers. We draft rookies, and then you have to drop people each each year. Or you have a taxi squad that's like a practice squad. Yeah, it's in in the league I'm in. It's pretty difficult because everyone is like us, big football nerds. So like, if there's one story about a guy getting a couple extra carries, you go to look at the waiver wire. Most yeah. he's gone. He's always gone <laughs> yeah. every time. He gone. He gone. Uh, but it's no, fun. I. I take with it before. I just I like the excitement of the the redraft and like the one we're doing, the one that me and you're in. We're we are introducing uh, keepers, okay, uh, you know, back into it. So that gives incentive to keep the same players in it and do all that stuff. And we do keepers by round. So if you get lucky mm-hmm. and draft somebody in the fourteenth round that just balls out, well, next year you get him in the thirteenth round. You know, so it just that stuff carries on, but. I just That's like the, really the cool. yeah. I just like the I like the weekly stuff. Like I want the draft to be an event and just just play it bi weekly, basically. Yeah, I'm on a I'm in a league in the bar room where we uh, podcast our draft. So we get on here and we'll have the uh, we'll have the draft in the middle there, and we'll talk about different players and who's looking good, who's looking bad. Uh, my guy Joe Mandel, he's a big fantasy guy. He runs the fantasy 
show over there on bar room. So that's a lot of fun. Um, I, I don't want to, I don't want to toot my own horn, but they don't want none of this smoke. <laughs> See that belt, uh, belt back there? Yeah. yeah. A lot of names on that belt right there. Hey, I'm cool <laughs> with the belt, bro. I wish I had something like that. I usually, I'm pretty good at finishing second, so I'll get a little oh, bit. Oh, you hate to see it. You hate but, to see uh, it. <laughs> I remember I always run into the guy that goes off. Like the year that Alvin Kamara went off for like six touchdowns in the championship round. I was playing against Oh, like him. that Christmas night or whatever day it, it was. Just, it, was some, it just always yeah. happens to me. It never fails that I'm, yeah. I'm playing that guy that week. It's yeah. uh usually I have I have best of both worlds. I have one guy that does that, and then at the same time I had CMC that went out or whatever. Mm-hmm. I had JK Domins. I drafted JK Domins last year 23 minutes before he went down. Wow. <laughs> wow. If we had just ate if we just ate lunch a little bit later. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just weird shit like that, you know. That's insane, dude. That's terrible luck. Yeah. Uh, it was not but, fun. Uh, yeah. But our plan is going forward, we're going to try and do this every Wednesday, uh, occasional Tuesday, maybe. But for the most part, we're going to do Wednesday and we'll cover the past week and a little bit of what to look forward to. With it being preseason, we were just trying to get warmed up, you know. And uh, it will get better. Trust us. It will get better. <laughs> we, yeah, I think um, I think we'll get better. But uh, I I'm not sure what I'm looking for this week. As you said, there might be some play. Some teams doing dress rehearsals. Some teams might put it off till next week. Um, I'll be watching the young guys, which is pretty much the whole Bears team at this point. So uh, <laughs> there's a there's a Monday night preseason game. Oh, yeah? Who's playing Monday? Oh, boy. Atlanta at the Jets. So you'll see Mike White versus Desmond Ritter. Mariota will come in for a little bit, and then, uh, yeah. I think think Desmond Ritter can play himself into that starting role this year. I think I'm the only person that actually likes Mariota. I I like Mariota. In the draft, I think Tennessee will. I think Tennessee was a bad spot for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tennessee seems to be a bad spot for a quarterback not named anybody that was on the Oilers, but <laughs> not named Steve McNair. Yeah, but it, I'm if I if I'm if I'm Atlanta, I, I do think Atlanta is going to be the second or third worst team this year. Mm-hmm. But they have piece. They have sick uniforms. Yeah. But they have sweet pieces that yeah. can it's a good foundation for a buildup. They got pits. They have a stadium that doesn't sell Chick Fil A on the day. How crazy is that? Out. We're gonna put uh, Chick Fil A in our stadium, not open on Sundays. When we play on Sundays, you gotta remember the three hundred and fifty things that go on not oh. on Sunday during the year. I mean, that's that's what it just somebody brought that up, and it was it was a, it was funny. It's funny, yeah. but like it's. I don't know. Yeah, I, I, mean, I understand. I guess I as a as a Soldier Field fan, I understand it because they had a Elton John concert in Soldier Field last week, and that was the big story before the preseason game. Was someone took a photo of the field and it looked absolutely terrible. It looked. You made awful. FedEx Field look like 
a just gorgeous stadium. <laughs> that was the worst thing. That was the one of the worst pictures I had ever. I had a boycott of the game. If I was a player. All they're doing is pushing the Bears into Arlington Heights. Y'all gonna be the uh, AH Bears. Ninety percent of the teams in the league don't even play in their city. I know. The Dallas Cowboys don't play in Dallas. What? And I'm saying this with a Oxford little bit of a chip. I'm right. I'm saying this with a little bit of a chip because a lot of Bears fans are pretty upset that the Bears might be leaving Chicago, technically, but they'll still be called the Chicago Bears. And I don't know. A lot of Bears fans have been Bears fans since the early '80s or before, and. They're kind of meatball fans. I don't know a nicer way to say that. <laughs> but uh, you gotta well when you that's a that's a that's a a, a a conversation we can have in the future about stadium rights and how people steal from the cities and don't do all that. And I, that's a good conversation to get into. I don't know what the situation really is with Chicago. Um, it's owned by the city, so the Bears don't even. See that's but that's the thing is like you know who pays it's it's there's a lot of Miami Marlin type stuff that goes on like with those stadiums being built and how you just pretty much steal everything from the city and then you're like well you can pay it back as the taxpayer and I know it goes on everywhere mm-hmm. but that's something to dive into and, and why that they moved to Arlington and why they moved to whatever heights and why they moved to Foxborough, and why they moved to what San Francisco moved to, what Santa Clara? I think they play in. Were they Something were they like in that. Santa Clara or were they Moot Point? It's you know what I'm saying it's, right. it's it's very fascinating to to see how that stuff works. And I think a lot of it has to do with taxes and you know, like where. Soldier Field is they can't really renovate it because there's so much stuff around it. You they have talk to about putting a dome on it, but it's you would have to, in theory, kind of almost do what I guess Minnesota did mm-hmm. is play somewhere play else, college field and then go. Yeah, in theory, you'd almost have to because that you can build up and around mm-hmm. properly if you did it right. You would have to do that with Soldier Field because it's so tight right there. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, it's doable, but you're going to play in the Illini Stadium for two years. They did while in 2002 when they renovated Soldier Field. They played so, in Champaign, I think, is where Illinois Champaign, yeah. Shout out but, to Illini. Uh, <laughs> but I think it comes down to when it comes down to it at the very end is that they don't own that stadium. So anything that goes on in there, they don't see a dime from it. And they want to build, like, not just a stadium. They want to build an entertainment district yeah like like they have in vegas like they have in i think minnesota has stuff connected to their stadium and stuff but uh to be fair there's nothing else to do in minnesota at the time but i guess chicago's the same way well no chicago's a nice Chicago's always got something going on bro (laughs) once it gets like october you just gotta stay inside at that point like unless uh, you're ice fishing (laughs) yeah you should get like yeah, you should do what Vegas does. Just put a big Roomba on top of everything. <laughs> I don't know how I robot did not sponsor that. They that looks just like a Roomba. I got two sitting right over here. Looks just <laughs> like it. It's ridiculous. I got Roombas upstairs and my wife's never used it. She used it once. She was like it's too loud. So there it sits now. What? So, yeah. <laughs> Those damn things ain't cheap. <laughs> Buddy, I know. 
<laughs> I was like, Merry Christmas. She used it once. We, uh, we got the newest updated one, and that and I, I run that some bitch every day just because of the cost. <laughs> it's like, yeah. you know, I don't know what it costs to run it, but we're doing it. Like, let's go. Yeah. For sure. But uh, we're going to get out of here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you own a sponsor, let's go ahead with a no free ass. <laughs> 12 ounce podcast sponsored by a robot. But, uh, <laughs> We're going to get out of here, and uh, we'll be back here next Wednesday, 9 o'clock, live. Tell your friends. Tell your family. Give us a like. Subscribe on uh, wherever you're watching us, YouTube, Facebook, my Twitter account. Um, trying to talk my boy Corey into getting on Twitter. Yeah, I'll, I'll catch up with the time. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> and uh, we'll, tr- we'll try to grow this thing we got going on at uh, mentaldimes.com. Um, shout out to everybody that that is watching and uh we'll see y'all next week peace let the drama kick the drama kick die let the drama kick let the drama kick die let the drama kick let the drama kick die let the drama kick the drama kick die let the drama kick